Welcome to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're excited to have you here today. Yes. Um, today, we are digging into a little bit of a part of yourself that you might not want to look at or admit, but that's really important to know. And yeah, I think it's an important part of, I didn't mean to interrupt you, <laughs> your healing, your being, like to be able to identify these things and face them. Yeah. Facing the parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at is a huge part of growth and it's a huge part of healing. Um, but it's of course confronting. So a lot of times this is called your shadow self. So if you are, you know, following spiritual things, reading spiritual books, you've probably heard the phrase shadow self. And we're just going to dive into that and look at it in a little more detail and talk about our experiences with our shadow selves. Yes. I think it's important to know anytime you're talking about a shadow, it's something that we're like maybe not putting light on or putting our awareness onto. And the thing about shadows is if we ignore them, they get bigger and bigger. Yeah. So a lot of, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say it is, it's the, the things that you don't look at and bring into the light, they just keep growing and it's, it then is going to be a harder thing to look at later. So taking some time to really, you know, step into the shadows and see what's going on there will help you learn more about yourself, which is really all of it. Yeah. Well, learning about yourself, but it'll also help you accept others because the more you accept your shadow, you're going to come less from a place of judgment because you're not hiding parts of yourself or feeling shame and judgment really comes from shame. So if you have less and less things to be ashamed of, you're going to have less and less things to judge other people for. And that's pretty beautiful. You know, it, it is, it's so easy to look at people and judge them. And, but it's not as easy to turn, you know, turn the mirror around and go like, oh, I'm judging them because that's a part of me that I don't really like. Like anything we're seeing in others is something that's within us, good or bad, you know? So we, we have friends that we like, and the reason that we like them is because we see a part of ourselves in them, but we have people that we don't like, and it's the same thing. So it's yeah. just that other side, the other side of it. Well, a good example of this is like, I used to be triggered by people who were angry or who would yell. Like I thought yelling was like a lower vibration and you just shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But because I wouldn't let myself feel my own anger, it then um, like transferred into me lashing out at people. Like when I was at my wit's end, then I would lash out and appear to be angry, which was the exact thing I didn't like or didn't want. Yeah. So it, it does, it like manifests in like that, like you're um, trying to be one way and then it just jumps out and you're like, oh, I didn't even know I was like that. Or you do it so often that you don't even identify that it's maybe something that you don't like about yourself. You just think it's who you are. Um, we were talking earlier and I was saying that I used to be a little more, um, I, I guess, short-tempered. And I just would get mad. Like I was an angry driver and I was this. And it's like not until somebody pointed out to me like, hey, you do this. I was like, oh, I would, I would really not like 
that if I was with someone like that? Why am I being like that? And just taking a look and understanding, well, it's maybe because I don't want to speak up and say when I'm mad about something. So I'm like taking it out in a different spot. And it's just, it's interesting, right? To look at those parts of yourselves that you don't really want to pay attention to. <laughs> right. Well, like it's like not your best self. Like most of us yeah. would like to describe our best qualities. Like I'm really generous. I'm really caring and nurturing, but then you don't want to say, but I also have this side where I'm really jealous and I can be callous and mean. <laughs> like most of us don't want to go there, but we do have both parts. And I, I think it's so great. You said something about, I had to look at like when somebody pointed out to me, like I had to look at why I was doing that. And I think that is the biggest takeaway from this. When you do identify a shadow, look at why, like either, was it learned? So like, do you lash out or is it okay for you to be callous and slide to people? Cause you're, you, you watch that for like your parents did that mm-hmm. or is it, oh, I'm being, or I'm lashing out or being mean to people now, like she said, because when I am mad at somebody, I don't want to tell them because then maybe they won't like me. Yeah. So she needs to, like, not just her, not just Kristen. Only oh. of us need to look at the whys of our shadow. Like, why don't we like that part? Why don't we like that we're jealous? Oh, because if I really uncover what I'm jealous about, it means that I don't feel enough. And what if the world doesn't think I'm enough? That's, that's painful. Yeah. I mean, that is why this is a, um, I don't know, a heavy topic because there's, there's something to, to looking at deeper and deeper into yourself and realizing why these things are coming out and what's at the core. And once you're, you get to the core, that's when you can really, you know, move through it and understand and have that compassion and grace for yourself that if you're just avoiding it and just thinking, well, this is who I am, the end, you don't get to do that. So, I mean, there's definitely parts of your shadow self that you've probably moved through. There's parts of our shadow selves that we've moved through, like talking about the, um, me being a little more short tempered. I don't feel like I'm like that at all anymore. And I think most people think I'm very patient. And I spent a lot of time with her and I couldn't envision her yelling now, even like, like if we're somewhere and let's say like her four kids are pulling us different ways than my kids being crazy. Like, Kristen's the last, she's like, it's fine. It's fine. We're all fine, (laughs) but it's not coming from an inauthentic place. It's really coming from a place of balance. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas before, if somebody cut me off, I'd be like, why are you cutting me off? What's happening? And (laughs) I yelled at someone in the hall in high school. And I, I don't know, like it just, things made me a little more amped up. And now I'm like, oh, you're probably having a bad day. Go ahead. You just go in front of me. It's fine. (laughs) It is just really, it's interesting to like look back because it's almost like I don't even um, resonate with that anymore. Like I'm like, where, what was I going through? But when I think back and understand different things that I was dealing with, I'm like, oh, of course that's what was coming out. So it's kind of, if you're, it's a great place to go. If you're not quite sure, like what parts of you are your shadow self, look at yourself five, 10 years ago and see if there's things that have shifted and maybe notice those parts that you've moved through. And then you can identify like, Oh, that's what was coming from there. Even if you weren't thinking about it, then you've somehow worked through the lesson and it's maybe not the part of your shadow self that's there anymore. Yeah. Now there's light on it. So it's illuminated. Um, a good place to start is like, if you have memories that you're embarrassed of from five yeah. to 10 years ago, yeah. that was your shadow. Um, because embarrassment and shame, again, are 
parts of our shadow. So yeah, if I look back to 10 years ago and say like, okay, I was a mean girl and I bonded with people over talking about other people, right. Then my shadow was insecurity. And it was, it was hard for me. Like I was so afraid of people not liking me that I had to talk about other people so that it seemed like other people weren't liked, if that makes sense. Where now I feel like that's not like my forefront. I'm not looking at things that are wrong with people to call Kristen and talk about. Right. Right. That's not my friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I would rather bond with her over the things we both like than talking about somebody else that we don't like. Yeah. I, I love that one. Cause I think that's probably a large amount of women could identify Like if you look at your, you know, high school self, there's a lot of that, you know, talking about others and pointing out what's wrong because you are insecure. Then you're trying to find yourself and who you are. And it's very normal to like bond over that, but it is coming from that place of feeling like you're not enough and trying to grow up from being a child to being an adult. And, and if you're talking about other people, then people can't talk about you. Right. (laughs) Nobody will notice what I'm doing if we're talking about this. So, well, I used to even be like this with like fashion because I really used to overthink all of my outfits. Mm -hmm. So then of course, if somebody shows up and they're wearing something you don't like, it's easy to judge them because you've put hours into your outfit. We're now like as an adult, as I've gotten more and more comfortable with myself and I do dress for comfort (laughs) and you know, like I used to also dress to hide. Like I think five to 10 years ago, like my closet was very black. Now I probably have two black things in my closet. It's just funny how it's flipped. It's now that I'm comfortable with myself, I'm okay being seen in color. (laughs) Like, yeah. But it took time. And now if somebody shows up and they're wearing something that maybe isn't my preference, I don't care. Like it right. doesn't, it's not something I need to talk about, focus on or say to them where I think Brooke 10 years ago would say like, ew, why are your shoes so ugly? Which like, why? Why do you want to make somebody feel like shit for the shoes they picked? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have bunions and they're trying to work. Right. <laughs> Comfort. And like, but I think because I was so uncomfortable with who I was and I had to put so much effort in my outfit that when I saw somebody who I perceived as did to put effort into it or didn't care what people thought, I needed to let them know that it wasn't okay because I didn't feel okay. Yeah. I, I really like, I identify that with, with that one as so much as well, because I think I always like to be a little bit different. So I would think about dressing to be a little bit different, but like, even though it looked like I was on this more confident side, I think it was actually masking insecurity of not feeling like, I could wear the super tight dress or do this. And instead I would just wear something that was a little more wild and different, but it was actually masking the insecurity of feeling like, well, I'm not that body type or style. And so instead I'll just, I'll go over here and then nobody will know that I feel like that. Right. So it's, it's interesting. The fashion stuff is funny. I know. I feel like with like women can definitely relate to the fashion stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, But it grows, but we can see it in other places too. And it kind of has to go with masculine feminine stuff, but then also Mm -hmm. the state of the world right now. Like if you look at your, like the things that you feel really passionate about, but you get really triggered by somebody taking the opposite approach. Mm -hmm. Why? I'm going to use an example, but I'm not going to use this like I don't want to fight with anybody so I'm not stating my belief system here this is just an example okay if you missed what I just said this is just an example (laughs) once again just an example no stance I'm not taking a stance I don't want to argue with you about it 
Okay. <laughs> like, why not? Okay. So like, let's say I really don't like masks. I don't want to wear a mask. I'm a non-mask believer. That's why. And I really, really fully believe in masks and think everybody should be in them all the time. Okay. Yes. So it's one thing for me to hold my belief system and her to have hers, but it becomes a shadow when I'm like, fuck Kristen for, I just got really, really violent. I'm sorry. Very aggressive. F Kristen for, for liking masks. Like she's so stupid. I don't even want to be her friend anymore. I can't be around her. Like what an idiot. So when you start to belittle somebody because their beliefs are opposite than yours, that's when there's a shadow and there's a, that's a toxic masculine trait. So we need to heal that part. Now, if I can say, you know what? Masks just aren't my thing. I don't want to wear them, but I love Kristen. And if she wants to wear one, we can still be friends and be who we are and respect each other. There's less of a shadow there. There's just, we just have our opposing opinions. I actually was going to be the the bigger person in that one and be the <laughs> one that was like, and I don't mind that Brooke thinks that masks are fine because I understand that it's coming from her beliefs in her place. No, <laughs> but. Right. but that's really as hum- like humanity shifts. That's where we need to get to, to where, yes, we have op- opposing opinions. That's all right. But we don't need to hate each other. Right. Like it's it's very normal to have the two sides. It's so funny. Halstein's been reading this book. I don't think maybe I mentioned this last week. He's been reading this book about the history of America and it's been really fascinating. I think for him, especially being non-American, like all of the things that happen throughout history, there's always these two opposing sides. Like it's, it's so in our culture as well as just like it, you have to have the opposite sides, but it's like so ingrained in American culture like that. Of course, it's such a debate here because it's what we've been doing since we became a country. And um, and it's just interesting that it's so hard for us to just go like, okay, you think this, I think that. Like we got to like fight it down to right. the other end. And, and that is when it's like, there's something that needs to be healed. And honestly, after listening to it, he's just spitting out fun facts at me all the time. I'm like, oh, this is not just like a, a shadow of, one individual it's actually a shadow of our whole nation yeah Mm -hmm. our society yeah yeah yeah, our society needs shadow work it does i mean because we have that's what it's american culture like just really digs the energy of polarity Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but i think it's also all of us wanting to feel seen and heard and so you choose a side and really push for it but you need to know just because somebody doesn't take your side doesn't mean you're not being seen or heard seen or heard that's what you need to see and hear yourself yeah and I mean that's that's the biggest thing right if we're we're standing shouting so that everyone can hear us and I mean even just think about the loud person at a party and you're like oh my gosh why are they so loud they just want someone to be like hey it's cool I I see you you're okay you're loved you know that's really what they're looking for but they're so loud because they're afraid that nobody cares so yeah. that's, I mean, that's where the fighting between different sides of things come from is we're like, no. And even if you're like, no, that's not true. I think this because of this, like take, really take a second and, and look inside. Yeah, no, that is why it's important to not react, but pay attention to why you feel triggered mm-hmm. because like we've referenced this before, but that reptilian brain or that first layer of reaction that we start with. Mm-hmm. is the trigger of, I need to protect myself. If they don't believe what I believe, I, there's a threat here. I'm in danger. Yes. But the more we sit and process, we can move up into layers of our brain 
and then get to the part that can reason and is like, okay, no, just because like our example, Kristen wants to wear these masks and I don't, that doesn't mean I'm being threatened. Like we can disagree without killing each other. Yeah. Also humans are tribal. I mean, when we were fighting other tribes, it was life or death. It's you get off this land or we're not going to have enough food. Yeah. And so that's where it starts really. But now we have to remember, like, we are not like we're civilization has come a long way. So you can have your thought on that land. I can have my thought on this land and we don't need to kill each other. Yeah, we're okay. No, we're not, you know, going to come after each other. We can just breathe and, and see that person as a person, like, right. Like they're just a person who has thoughts, feelings, emotions, um, past things that they're dealing with and just understand and come to them with love and come to yourself with love. And if you're listening to this going like, Oh my gosh, I have been really strong on something instead of uh, part of like the shadow work is not being like, Oh my gosh, I'm terrible. I just realized I've been doing this and I can't believe it. And da, 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 and being really hard on yourself. It's actually just coming in and going like, yeah, this has been happening. Wow. That's interesting. I give myself some love right now because obviously I'm dealing with something underneath here. So coming with love and compassion and that's really, that's, what's going to shift it. Yeah. And grace, because you, you can't change it till you know. And I think that's the biggest, like what I'm dealing with clients, uh, people getting mad at themselves. Like I'm so mad that I'm feeling this, this emotion of jealousy. Like I should be happy for my friend when she does something well, but I feel like I deserve that. And I work harder than her. So why did she get it before me? Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. Like instead of being mad at ourselves for being jealous, first of all, it's amazing that you can admit that that's how you feel. Like that's remarkable. And then sit with it. Like, okay, you're jealous, but maybe we take this as, oh, I can be happy for my friend for achieving that. And if she can do it, I now have an expander for me in my life. And that means I can do it too. Yeah. And shift that perspective. That is A, going to help your manifestations come to fruition faster. B, soften that energy and release some shame. And then the jealousy will go away. But first you just have to accept that it's there and that it's okay. Yeah. And I mean, that's a practice. Like it takes, it takes a minute to get into that shift So the first thing is just noticing when it's happening, noticing when you're being hard on yourself or noticing when you're moving towards the the jealousy or the anger or whatever it is, noticing that it's happening and then just going like, okay, okay, here I am. And it it does take a minute to, to shift it and to be able to see that person as an expander or to understand that your anger is coming from something deeper, but the first step is just noticing when it's happening. Right. Yeah. Notice when it's happening and then you can move through it. Um, and then not shaming other people for their feelings either. Like if yeah. somebody comes to you or like your, I think children, especially. Yeah. Like if Grayson comes to me and says like, I'm mad at this instead of me being like, that's not a reason to be mad. <laughs> right. Like, because it is, it's hard because children are reacting a lot. Um, cause I do catch myself being this. Like I literally am always telling him like, don't sweat the small stuff. But at the yeah. same time, <laughs> like, okay, why are you mad? Let's explore this. Did that child getting to go first make you feel unseen or make you feel like you weren't going to be seen or you don't matter? And then we yeah. can work it out when they're children. So then they don't get to be 19 and they're screaming because they feel unseen. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was just going to say. And you're you're teaching him to question those things. Like, why is this happening for you? Instead of him, you know, being an adult going, 
like looking at it for the first time, like he's going to understand like, oh, I'm, I'm mad. Oh, it's probably because of this, or let me take a look a little bit deeper. So what a, it's a gift. It's really a gift, but yeah. Yeah. Well, children think, go ahead. No, we're just so programmed to be punished for our emotion. Yeah. Like how many of us are ashamed of feeling sad about something or ashamed to say something hurt our feelings? I can't, I honestly can't believe how many times I'm working with, with people and, and if they start to cry that the the immediate thing is to apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm crying. Like we just are talking about something that's really painful. Like, of course you're crying. Don't like, please please get it out of your mind. Let it, let it go. But it is our, it's the first reaction. And I'm sure I used to do it too. Like where you're like, Oh, sorry. I'm just these, these tears that are just coming from me. I don't know. And it's like, well, you're feeling something, let yourself feel it and be, be okay with having that vulnerability. It's nothing you need to apologize for. And I, but but we're told as kids and sometimes, you know, trying to get out of the house and someone is crying and I'm like, I really want to tell you to just not cry right now, but I'm trying really hard not to. So it's just, it's a, it's a big thing to work through feeling shame around emotion. And shifting as a parent, because I do think like growing up, anytime I saw my mom cry, which was like few and far between, she'd be like, you shouldn't have to see me cry. Like, and Instead, like if I'm crying now, I don't want to make my child responsible for my emotions. Like come hold mommy because I'm falling apart. But (laughs) I will say to him, mommy's crying. I have feelings too. I just need a minute like to work through this. It's okay. I'm not mad at you or I'm not upset at something you did. So that he sees like, oh, okay. She cries too. It's okay. But remember, do not make your child responsible for your for your emotions. I mean, that's a huge, that's a big one. I remember, which now I I think about this often. Like I remember telling, like not understanding why my mom would cry at movies and stuff. And I think she never like apologized, but she never really explained it to me either. Like not as a bad thing. I just don't think she knew how, like, I'd be like, you're crying. That's dumb. And she wasn't like, it's not dumb. I'm feeling things, <laughs> but at one, how did I already pick <laughs> up on like right. shaming? I was a child shaming my mom for emotions. I'm so sorry. Like, where did I come from? And then, uh, yeah, worked through some stuff. Apparently past life, I was real mean. And, um, <laughs> and, but she would just be like, one day you'll get it. And like, I do, But now I try like when the girls, I'm like, well, this is really like, look at this moment. This is so if we're watching a movie and I'm crying, I'm like, this is sad. But Tatum is a crier like Tatum will cry from the beginning. And I'm like, I would I already felt shame about my emotions at that age, which is really interesting. And I don't feel like anybody was passing that down. Yeah. (laughs) Trying, trying. (laughs) Also, sometimes I got to get out of the house. No, (laughs) no, true. it is true. Well, I think it's just anytime we're dealing with a shadow or something we don't like about someone else, it's the perfect time to, to shift. And like Kristen, even as a child telling your mom something was stupid, (laughs) like (laughs) the shift to ask yourself why that's stupid, but it's usually because you won't allow yourself to tap into that Mm -hmm. emotion or feeling. And that is your shadow. And remember, it'll get bigger. Like if you're trying to hide emotion or like, sadness, I guess would be, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's my first day talking about emotions. Emotions are, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but if if it's sadness and, and, you know, you are judging somebody for being able to express their sadness, 
you're probably going to run up against depression because you have a bunch or a lot of repressed sadness. And that's how it comes out later. It's like you have everything in your life, but you're depressed and don't know why, or you feel numb to, towards everything. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't feel good either. So you might need to ask yourself, wow, am I sad because I feel numb now? And I've, I've reasoned myself into depression. I've been there. And like, once you can crack past that depression and just allow yourself to cry, I think so many people are afraid if they start crying, they'll never stop. But the yeah. truth is, you will feel such a release and a relief. And then you can actually start to feel again and get over that numbness. It is amazing. And I, I do think like from a young age, I always had this feeling of needing to be strong and needing to be um, in charge and needing to be like ready at all times for some reason. And it took till I had, I don't know, it took till I had kids to like break that wall down. And, and I do think it helped living in a different culture for a while. I think that helped me too. And I, it's crazy how much it changed all of my life, just allowing myself to be more emotional. And now I always joke that it's a good day if I am with someone and they cried or I cried, you know, because you're, you're getting to like really feel. And I younger me would have been like, that's stupid, but (laughs) I'm really younger me would have been like, don't cry unless I make you cry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so we've shifted. (laughs) Yeah. We are different people. So I'm glad, I'm glad we have, so we can be here today and you can shift too if you need. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but even what we want to point out to you is with all these shifts. So we've talked about like the shadows we've overcome. I still have shadows that I have not overcome that are like active parts of my growth. And so it's important to know that like the growth is never done. Like there's always things we need to work on. And my common one that I'm constantly running up against is feeling enough. And I notice it because somebody could say something so small and I have, I catch myself, but I'll start to be like, Oh, they don't think I'm enough. And it's like, that's not what they're saying. Like it can be something like somebody will say, Oh, when you get like a wellness center, it needs to be big. It needs to be so cute. It needs to have this, this, and this. And I'm like, are they telling me this because they don't think I would do that? And it's like, they're not, if anything, I need to flip that percept, like perception to, they believe in you and they know you can do big things. So they're trying to motivate you in a positive way, but I automatically take it as like, okay, they don't think I'm doing enough. Or like if somebody makes a, a gentle suggestion about like, okay, you're a yoga instructor. Maybe you do, I don't know, mediumship with yoga in my head. It would be like, well, do they not think I'm doing enough or utilizing my time wisely now? And it's like, right. no, they just think that that could be cool for you. So I'm constantly running up against of, am I enough? Am I doing enough? Do people see what I do? Yeah. And I think part of my problem there is that I need to slow down and, and take time to recognize how far I've come and what I'm doing and celebrate my wins on my own. And then yeah. I'll stop being triggered by that. But when I find the time for it, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. I was going to say, you should do that. Pencil that in. No, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, it are is you saying like, what I'm doing now isn't enough? I, I feel like you're doing, <laughs> you are enough, Brooke. I just want you to know that. And you can tell yourself that. Um, I think mine that I have come up against, it's always been kind of been, it's been there, but it's one that I really haven't looked at for a while. And I think it's part of why I always try to feel so ready. And this is sometimes I feel like I'm not capable. Like there's this part of me that tells myself that I'm not capable of getting stuff done, or I'm not capable of managing my money, or I'm not capable of, 
you know, doing this new thing. So instead I'm doing a lot of things, you know, it's, it's one that is, it comes from all sorts of things, but I like look back at different things that I didn't finish. And I'm like, well, do people think I'm not capable because I don't have this degree or that? And I'm like, nope, nobody thinks that that's in my own head. And yeah. like, I'm like, people come to me for advice. They tell me I'm smart. Why do I feel like I'm not capable or people are, they're like going to find out or something like she doesn't know what she's doing, but I feel like I do, but it's just there. And that's kind of what that shadow self is, right? It's not, it's not right up front. It just kind of like creeps behind me every once in a while. I'm like, can I do this? I don't know if I'm capable. Maybe I'll just stop. And no, yeah. I, don't I don't want yeah, it. You don't need to stop. <laughs> You're so capable. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's funny. And it's those little, those triggers. I'm like, Oh, they probably don't want me to do it. Cause they don't think I can, or I don't know. So they're not going to ask me. Yeah. yeah they that- won't ask me. But that's what it is when you like, that's how you identify your shadows. Like, just like you said, like when it comes in, like, how does it creep in? What, where does it, where do you feel it in your body? And Mm -hmm. it's usually things you don't want to say out loud to people. And so like listing them out, um, I've noticed now too, because I do think it's different when you're living like a single life and you don't have to be confronted with much, like, especially if you avoid people. Yeah. (laughs) Like you don't have as many mirrors to yourself, but when you're in a partnership, like that's a pretty good place to illuminate your shadows and it sucks. Uh, (laughs) That person's coming in with a flashlight, like, hey. Like, here you go. Here's all the cracks and crevices. And I've noticed that I was telling Kristen before we started this, like the deeper and deeper and more vulnerable, vulnerable Devin and I get with each other. Like I'm controlling and why? Like, I need to ask myself, why am I this controlling? And what I found this week is I'm controlling with him because I love him so much that I want people to see the things that I love. So like when he's having a conversation with people, like this is weird, but I feel the need to control how he tells the story. Like almost to the point where the other day he was talking to my dad and I like wanted him to be quiet so I could tell it for him, even though it was his story to tell. And my dad was perceptive enough to be like, what are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to go. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like he's, I need to tell it for him. So you see how great I think he is. Yes. But I really had, and it's funny because my dad likes him, but I really had to sit there. Like once that was like, you know, illuminated for me, I had to sit there and be like, why am I doing this? Why do I feel mm-hmm. the need to control the direction of this conversation? And it was confronting for all parties involved. All three of us were like, what is happening? <laughs> like it was not comfortable. Um, but then I was able to explain it to Devin. Once I sat with it a little bit more, I was like, I apologized because it wasn't his issue at all. Cause for a minute he got upset. Cause he was like, do you, th-? cause I was like, I don't want you to sound stupid. I know that you're smart. <laughs> and when you're taking a long time to explain the story or it's not a concise answer, he was like, so you think I'm stupid? And then that was a whole nother conversation we had to have. I'm like, no, you're not. I think you're really smart. That's why I wanted to control it. <laughs> I just want to make sure everyone thinks that you're as smart as I think you are. And then he was like, Brooke, what if like things were able to be done in a bunch of different ways? Not only the Brooke way. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Wait, there's more ways. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So look at your relationships too. I just think that's such an important place. Like most of us will just like blame our partner and be like, oh, he's just so like for me with Devin in that scenario, he just likes to talk so much. He never gets to the point. Yeah. It's not really about him not getting to the point. It's about me wanting to control. Yeah. I definitely did similar things with Halstein. And I think Halstein's so 
he's so like fun and likable that sometimes in the beginning, this probably also goes back to my own capable thing. I felt like I had to tell people like he worked for a Norway's largest newspaper and he studied this and did that. And it's like, no, nobody cares. Why are, what, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> but you're not comfortable until people know his accomplishments. <laughs> yeah. Let me list his accomplishments. I, I know he has a lot of tattoos and long hair, but he's very smart also. Right? <laughs> it's like they're laughing with him and telling jokes and you break in and you're like, this is for pleasure. <laughs> This is what he's done. <laughs> I'm ready for anything. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And it's good that we can laugh at this because when you look yeah. at these things, you can see a lot of times they're really silly. Like <laughs> they are. They're they're like laughable. Like, what? What are we doing with our nice guys who we really like and want people to like? We're just being weird, <laughs> trying to get people to like them. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> this one has come up uh, recently. Okay. Because I know a lot of people like spirituality and I've gotten the positive reinforcement yeah. from being good at reading people. Does that make sense? Like people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you know that about me and I didn't tell you. Yeah. I had to battle one before. Like there was a period, it's like a two-year period where I felt like I couldn't, like if I felt like somebody didn't like me, I was like, oh, I know what I can do. I can read them and tell them something about oh. themselves and then they're going to think I'm interesting. <laughs> yeah. And it'll move us forward and they'll respect me more. Like now they'll know that I'm somebody that they should care about or whatever. They'll know and that I know what's up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it was like, I, I, there was like a two year period, but what's funny is I was looking back when I had COVID cause I was like, wow, I used to get throat ailments a lot. And I know we've talked about different ailments before. Yeah. But then I had this epiphany that I was like, no, when I used to get the throat ailments a few years ago, cause there was like one summer, this was probably three or four years ago. I don't remember the exact date, but I got strep throat over the summer. Something happened to where like I scratched one of my tonsils like with food, but it got infected. <laughs> this is oh so my, my and gross, but I had to use a special mouthwash, like just all these weird throat things that were like yeah. not normal. But that was a summer where I was like, I would like drink if I was out in public and then give people like a little mini reading when they didn't even ask like a psychopath that needed attention. And <laughs> well, look what I can do. Hold yeah, on. it was, it was, it was very show offy. And my throat kept getting infected. And I think that was like my body's way of being like, don't like, yes, you're gifted, but you don't need to showboat your gift and you can utilize it when people ask, <laughs> not when you're just throwing it out there. But that was a shadow I had to confront with myself of, do I not feel enough? Do I think people aren't going to like me if I'm just Brooke, not Brooke Welch energy healer? And it was like, hmm. it was a thing for me. I've moved through it some now, but I think there's still days it comes up. Like, am I interesting just as me as a mom today. Um, and the way that I've like tried to fix, like fix this is like when I'm out in public, I make an effort not to talk about work. Like I'll talk to people about other things that are interesting just so that I know, like, look, they like you because you were being funny and you were being yourself, not because you told them you could help them feel better. Right. I, yeah, it's just, it's so funny. The, the little things. And I, I feel like, throat is always a funny one because it's, it tells you so much. Like for me, there was a lot of, there was a long time where I didn't like to share that I liked things like this or that I was into spirituality or that I could feel things. And I, I focused on my other work and like how six, and I'm not, I was never just a hairdresser. I'm also doing this and I'm doing photo shoots and I'm, you know, doing more than you would think because I am good and <laughs> a businesswoman and I got it together. And, um, it's, it's funny. Like as soon as I started sharing 
who I really am and like the things I really cared about and stopped worrying about how people would perceive me. It's like those things go away and all these, and people I feel like are the people I was worried about caring about it. Love it. Like they're so happy. And and they also like knew it. It was just such a weird thing to try it was to a shadow that was coming out. It was like all around you. <laughs> and you're like, nobody can see it. No, nope, nobody knows. And they're like, yeah, duh, this totally makes sense. Okay. It's just, it's really, it's interesting. The things that we try to hide about ourselves that one people know and yeah. two people like when you're the true version of yourself, like when you're your authentic self, the people that you're going to attract and be around are the ones that are going to help lift you up. And if anybody falls to the wayside, like they're not really someone that you need in your life. And most not likely- a vibrational match anymore. Yeah. And most likely a lot of the people that you're worried about because you care about them so much, care about you just as much and it's going to be fine. Right. I like to look at it that way too. Like anything you're ashamed of telling someone, like start thinking about, would I be mad at them if they told me this about them? Yeah. And the answer is like, generally no. Yeah. Right? Like it's like, if one of my like best friends came to me and was like, Hey, I'm actually super into spirituality. I wouldn't be like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, wait, I thought you liked this thing. Wait, you're telling me you like other things too. I'm sorry. Yeah, Kristen, you told me you were a hairdresser. How dare you have other things? But it, it is, it's like realizing how silly it is. And, and that's what shadows are. I mean, most of them are in fact silly because we all, all of us feel shame at some point or all of us feel not enough or like we need to, to show our worth or, you know, show up a certain way to be respected. Mm -hmm. But the more we accept ourselves, like true full self-acceptance is how you attract that from the world. Yeah. Not and faking it. And it feels so much lighter. When you're oh, it does. to do that. And it's just, I don't know. It's, well, it's, it's funny. Like even like with my work example, like now I don't want to talk about work because most of the time I'm burnt out from work. So it's like the last <laughs> thing I want to talk about. So I think it's funny that a few years ago it was like, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you all about my work. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny how that switches. And probably for you do like with yeah. hair, like now as you're easing out of it, it's not that forefront thing anymore. No, I'm like, don't people be like, can I get your card? I'm like, no, nope. <laughs> uh -uh. I just tell them no. <laughs> They're like, okay. I'm All like, right. This was I can give one. you, I can give you someone else's number, but you can have mine. <laughs> I'm referring. I'm a very good referrer. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at it. Uh, but yeah, it is just, it's fascinating. The parts of ourselves that we don't, we don't want to show or we don't want to admit and how much growth we can get from actually looking at them. And it, yeah, admitting them, be okay admitting them. Like the ultimate, uh, what's it called? I wanted to, the opposite of a reward, the ultimate punishment. Mm, that's the one. That's yeah. The one. <laughs> For admitting that you were wrong or, you know, that there's a feeling there isn't death. Like, yeah. especially, I'm sorry, but if you're listening to this podcast, I don't think you're in a space where if you admit that you were wrong, you're, you're going to be killed. So <laughs> no, probably not. Probably. Like, be okay with that. Be okay with saying like, Ooh, I used to think this way. I realized it wasn't serving me. Now I think this way and I'm not going to get punished for that. It's okay no. to see and grow and change because real yeah. growth comes from seeing. Yeah. Awareness. Awareness. And also we make things so much bigger in our heads than they ever are when they're outside of our bodies. Like <laughs> you can have this like fake conversation telling somebody something or, 
you know, thinking about what is it going to be like if I'm not angry? And then when you actually make different choices or have the conversation, you're like, oh, that was like 20,000 times easier than I thought it was going to be. Because the hardest thing is just actually looking at it. Yeah, I think that's true. I just had a thought that's a little off topic, but like on topic with this podcast. If we look at addiction, a lot of people suffering from addiction like that's their shadow, but, or the shadow is like either feeling a lack of connection to others, like feeling like nobody understands mm-hmm. you or nobody understands your pain, but not wanting to say you have addiction is how it gets worse and worse. Like you see the people like maybe with like alcohol abuse yeah. and they're hiding it. They're hiding that they're having drinks at nine in the morning or at whatever time. And the more they hide it, the worse it gets. And the more everybody around them knows like something's off. Something's yeah. Off. Everyone's like, we know that you're doing that. Yeah. Addiction, I feel like is, is a really good example. And I should have said this at the beginning of the podcast, but just pretend, still, just pretend yeah. this is the beginning. Okay. Well, like if we talk this long and you're still a little confused about what a shadow self is, look at addiction, somebody with addiction, that is their shadow self. Yeah. And they're unwilling to say, usually it's about emotional connection, that they mm-hmm. feel like they're going through something that nobody understands. So instead they start abusing a substance, but that substance abuse is the shadow. They don't want people to see it. So it gets worse and worse until it's like spilling from their pores and everybody's like, Oh no, we know, honey, you're either an alcoholic or on drugs. (laughs) Like that's the shadow, right? Like that's exactly exactly it. It's like a, it's a a beautiful visual of what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, and we all have seen it like somebody who gets addicted to working out. Let's just like, here's an example for males, somebody who gets addicted to working out and they get like so buff and big they're probably masking an insecurity but they're afraid to say like hey i was bullied as a kid or people called me small so they just get buffer and buffer and they're like no i can't no one can get in here yeah (laughs) like and it's like i can't you know stretch my arms a certain way because they're so big but i'm not insecure right but it's like we all look at them like well why would you get that big if there wasn't some sort of insecurity right like nobody's just doing that because right something you're masking behind there So like, if you are good at feeling other people's masks, look at yours too. Yeah. It will free you. It will. So do we want to do some journal prompts? Yes, I think we should. Um, So for journal prompts today, start to take a look at yourself. What aspects, what are the aspects of yourself that you're triggered by? Ashamed of or trying to avoid. The next one how can I give myself love and acceptance for these things? And then last, can I identify past shadows that I've worked through? And that will help you learn how you can work through your current ones as well. Yeah. Um, We really, really hope you guys enjoyed this. This topic again can be a lot, but it's such a healing thing. If you can begin to look at, the things you're ashamed of or that you would hide from the world. And that's what the world needs more of is people illuminating their shadows. Because once we all heal our shadows, we give the people around us a chance to heal theirs too. Like yeah. we need a positive vibration and then that goes out into the world. Yeah. You're, you're becoming that change, that shift and in turn, allowing others to do the same. And if you start doing this and it feels uncomfortable, you're doing it exactly right. (laughs) So just breathe through it and know that you will, you'll make it out. Mm -hmm. Unconditional love goes a long way. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today and we will see you next week.
<laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balance Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancechaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.